I am so glad you're here today. Jesus has a word for us. He's preparing us for his return, and we need to be ready. We need to be ready. It's vital that we're ready, so we have to hear what he has to say. We have to be able to see and hear in the Spirit, and only he can show us that. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you are here, and you want us to know you're holding back from coming because you want us to have understanding, and understanding makes us prepared. We love you and praise you for not giving up on us. Show us your truth today and give you all the glory. So a while back, Jesus made it really real to me that it is a time of testing. He's about to come. He's on the other side of the door, about to open that door. And it is a time of testing. I think of, he's given me this thought of the sheep and the goats and being in the line, you know, and um, some he's going to say, come on, thank you, you did my will, you loved And the other line, he's going to say, away from me, I didn't know you. So you want to get in the right line. And the only way you can be in the right line is to follow him, to to get to know him, to, to live in his kingdom, to be engaged with him, to be in agreement with him. And so now is the time to do that. And in this time of testing, I've noticed what he's showing me is it seems like he's not doing anything. It seems like we're waiting extra long for that answer to our prayers. We're waiting extra long. Things things just look dull and as if he's not going to do anything. And so that test is, it it reminds me of the test of Job, what he was going through. Thing after thing happened, and it didn't seem like God was doing anything. Although you know he's there, and he's protecting you still. It just seems like such a long wait, and it's because it is a time of testing. Do you love him or do you not? Remember that that little saying, she loves me, she loves me not. This is a time to prove that you love God and just stick by him no matter what happens like Job did. Just know, just remember the things that he did for you. And so in this time of testing, you can see the enemy running as fast as he can to do as much damage as he can. He is just on a rampage, killing, stealing, and destroying. And God was showing me that. And, you know, it makes God sick how we, some people, let him just be in charge of their life. Um, you know all the evil things that are going on and how the enemy is convincing people to do these evil things, to, to do these terrible things to the children, to, to allow children to make choices of what sex they want to be. The things that are happening in the world are evil. They are evil. And so those people who are letting Satan control them and participating with him are making God sick to his stomach. We are making God, those of us who are not walking with him, are going to be in the storm. We're in a storm now. Satan's got a storm stirred up, and he's out killing, stealing, destroying. But when Jesus comes, God's wrath is going to hit the earth. And that is a storm that um, those who won't turn to him, those who, who just turn from him, 
are going to be destroyed in. So even though Satan is running around doing his thing, it won't be long until Jesus is here to put an end to all of it. It makes him sick to his stomach. He showed me that. He is just sick to his stomach. You think you're sick. We think we feel bad. He loves even more than we do. And so the things that the enemy is doing, the things that we're letting him get away with, are making God sick. We are God's people. And we need to be going around and getting that word out that he is coming because he is in love with his children and it's not his will that one should perish. I saw a video the other day of a lady who was possessed with the enemy. What do, who do we think these people are possessed with that are doing human trafficking? If we're not possessed with God, we're possessed with a demon. We're possessed with the enemy. We're more interested in doing his work than the work of God. And we got to change sides real quick. The enemy is out. He is doing evil. And if, if you're walking with God, you can see that evil. And you can feel that pressure in your life. And God will show you the shots he's taking at you. The shots he's taking to try to to try to get you to quit and to give up, to knock you over, to get you offended at God. I've heard so many people say, I can't do what God tells me to do because the enemy comes against me and I can't take the pressure. It's going to wor- be worse for you on that day when you stand before Jesus and he pronounces to you eternal punishment because you bowed down to the enemy. You were afraid of him. When really we should be afraid of God. No foe can withstand him. So I'm here to encourage you today to get on the right side before it's too late because God is almost at his limits where he can't take much more and he's going to put an end to the evil. His wrath is going to come. Jesus is going to come and that's going to be the end. No foe can withstand him. I wanted to read to you Psalm 91. You don't have to be afraid of the enemy. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall become stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. I will say the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. My God on him I lean and trust and rely. For he will deliver you from the snare of the follower and from the deadly pestilence. Then he will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings shall you find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the day or the night, and the evil plots of the slanders of the wicked that flies by noonday, nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction and, and sudden death that lays surprise and lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall on your side, your right side. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right side, and it shall not come near you. Only spectators shall you be yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High as you witness the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your refuge and your Most High your dwelling place, there will be no evil that will befall you. No plague or calamity can come near your tent. For he will give his angels a special charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways. I want to stop right here and say that I have witnessed God sending his angels 
to protect me. When Satan has taken his best shot, God has sent his angels and protected me from what the enemy meant for my harm. You shall tread upon the lion and the otter and the young lion and the serpent, and it shall not trample on you. Because he has set his love upon me, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name, has a personal knowledge of my mercy, loving kindness, trust, and relies on me, knowing I will never leave him or forsake him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. When you serve God, when you look to him, when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, you're going to want and see and be addicted to his goodness. But the enemy is trying to keep that from happening. He doesn't even want you to know God or have a taste of God. He hates you. He hates God. And the only way he can get back at God is to get his children. He knows Jesus is coming. And so he's on a rampage to kill, steal, and destroy. And so it's time for you to make that choice and hang on because either you're going to get caught up in in Satan's storm, which you're going to be delivered from, or you're going to get caught up in that storm where Jesus comes and he kills all God's enemies with a word of his mouth. I know people don't want to hear it, but it's true. And God isn't bad. He isn't bad for doing that. He's putting an end to evil. He's waiting for us to tell people the time is almost up. And it's your call. If you love God, you're going to care about what he cares about and go and tell everybody you know he's coming and get it right. We need to be doing his work. He's waiting for the church to do his work. We don't have much time left, and he's going to come, and he's going to put an end to the evil. And so we got to get it together. we got to do his work. And then be prepared. The enemy is going to come at you with everything he has. He's going to try to take you out. He's going to try to get you to quit and give up. But when you have God's spirit living on the inside of you, telling you what's going on, and everything's going to be okay. And when you know no folk can withstand him, and you're on the right side, then you're going to be able to get through it. we got to overcome. Only the overcomers are going to make it. You can't quit and give up and join forces with the enemy and think at the same time on that day, Jesus is going to accept you because he's not. You're his enemy if you're on Satan's side. So you got to choose sides. When you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he's going to be your strength, your fortress, your refuge. You don't have to worry about the enemy. But if you don't ask him to come and live on the inside of you, if you don't join forces with him, it'll be eternal punishment for you. Jesus said in Revelation 3.20 that he's standing at the door of your heart, knocking, waiting for you to invite him in by your obedience. If you hear his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you and be your God. If you believe he shed his blood for you, all you have to do is call on his name, and he will come, and he will live on the inside of you, and you will be saved from God's wrath. But you have to heed his voice. You have to receive him. You have to love him. He's asking you to love him. He gave his life for you. And now this temporary life here, he's asking you to give it 
for him for eternity with him. He's asking you to marry him. So if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, I'd love to pray with you right now. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you love us so much and we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us and be our God and show us the truth. Thank you for telling us the truth, things to come. We thank you and praise you that it, nothing will be a surprise to those who sought you, but you're telling them ahead of time what's about to happen and how they can escape the wrath of God when you come. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Jesus is telling you things to come. He's telling you you got to choose your side before he comes. Pay attention because you are, if you're serving God already, you can, you can see, you can see in the spirit, you are in a storm and Satan is coming to try to kill, steal, and destroy in your life. And God is protecting you. He's always right there to protect you. The time is near. And we know it. And we have to save others from being drifted off, pulled in by the enemy's lies. Thank you so much for listening.